0: Hello everyone, it is so good to be back, um, did a little hiatus, took a little break, um, but I am back and I am ready to, you know, talk about my life, sustainability, all that jazz. Okay, so let's just get right into it. Um, first of all, it was a little break just because of school and it was very stressful Um, Just because there was a lot of, like, tests and um, a lot of things happening in, like, personal life as well. Um, COVID is obviously, like, very much upon us right now. Um, There is a lot of just testing and more and more cases showing up at school so it's really crazy really stressful Um, but it is Thanksgiving break right now so happy late Thanksgiving and we're kind of getting into the holiday season right now so I don't know about you but I am excited this is my favorite part of the year having um kind of cold Uh, but I live in Arizona but it's a little cold to me so I'm very excited for that really nice weather and I have two more weeks of school and then I'm off for like a couple weeks because it's winter break so that's really fun. Um, I'm very excited for that but yeah, it was a really nice Thanksgiving break. Um, going back online school for a couple days, which is going to be a little bit of a weird transition just because I haven't been to like online school in so long. But I am excited to kind of just ease back into school a little easier than it would be. Um, but yeah, so I'm a sophomore. So colleges are kind of like a big thing in my grade right now um you know we're starting to get like naviance accounts to get like colleges and meet with them through zoom meetings right now um and i met with counselors and i've just kind of did my research about college and i'm actually very interested in going out of like the country for college so going somewhere in europe and i did some research about the pros and cons and actually many of the pros were that the renewable energy and like sustainability resources they have I realized that like sometimes we're just kind of stuck in this bubble of what's just going on in our own government or country or even just our own local city or area that we forget there's so many other countries out there that may be doing like some really amazing work and their renewable energy and their resources and how much they strive for sustainability is really incredible. And I definitely want to do something sustainable for my college degree, so I thought going Going out to a country that physically is like striving to do all of these things would be a great like learning thing for me and even if I don't go to college uh, in Europe or somewhere I thought it was just really interesting to talk about and to kind of learn so there are obviously so many countries in Europe and they are all doing so much so it would be like hours of me talking if we wanted to do all of the countries so I'm just gonna focus on three right now and that's Denmark Norway and Sweden so Denmark actually is really crazy, like, progressive. So um, it's all about Copenhagen for uh, the first part of this because they are just really doing the most. So they vow to be carbon neutral by 2025, which is insane, like, 100% carbon neutral. That's honestly, like, I don't know if that's even ever been done before. Um, So that's very... And it's only in, like, five years. That's a really big deal because it usually... When you make those plans, you make them for like ten to twenty years in the future, if not longer. So having only five years really just shows how how bold they are, and I think they can really pull it off. Cause you know you're skeptical when you see a promise like that, but they are already doing the most. Buses are changing from diesel gas to electric, and um, two thirds of the population of the city already are just, like, cycling to work or wherever they need to go. They only own bicycles. Um, and they're the most common use of transportation, which I think we, we really never see. Um, even members of the parliament bike to work, which I thought that was just really interesting. And only 9% of the population actually drives with the car, which, I mean, if you think about it, like, 9% is a lot of people. But for a city, like, think about New York no one, like, I mean, everyone, I guess, drive. It's just kind of crazy, because they either drive or they use the subway, and this is, like, they all, like, bicycle. They all u- use bicycles, um, and I think that's like really strange to us but it's really cool that like this is kind of a united process it's not just the government you know and it's not like the government's forcing them to use bicycles but like they're doing it anyway Um, and they are named one of the most livable cities because of like the clean air and the lack of pollution which is really crazy they've been holding that title for a very long time but for Denmark in general um, in 2017, they generated 40-30% of their electricity from wind power, which broke the record. It's never been done before with that high of a percentage. and. of all their energy comes from renewable resources. And so they use four different kinds of energy. They use bioenergy, wind, solar, and geothermal. So I'm actually, this is going to be a bit of a series. So I'm going to go and kind of go into detail about that in the next podcast about all the different renewable energy sources and how they like kind of, um, get that renewable energy like for everyone and make it so it's sustainable um, and they're really successful and and like and leading the country as the most um, like using the most wind power so I thought that was really interesting they really are doing the most um, so then we have Norway they have um, so more than half of their car sales are electric or hybrid which is such a big deal. We see more and more Teslas and kind of those types of cars or like hybrids that kind of come about. You kind of see them on the road a lot. I think especially I live in like the Phoenix Scottsdale area and I literally see a Tesla like every other car. So they are becoming more and more popular but they're still not like as much as what is doing. Like half the car sales is really amazing. I mean, you just kind of have to think about it in a huge perspective cuz that's 50% of people like choosing to be more sustainable. Um and their hydropower accounts for 96% of their production capacity, which is absolutely insane. They're the 7th largest hydropower producer in the world and they have over 1,500 small and large hydropowers across the country. Now, like I said before, I'll get into what that really means in the next podcast, so you'll have to listen to that one too. Um, but their wind power accounts for only 2% of their production capacity. So I think this is really important to kind of compare and contrast. Um, you see how Denmark literally used 43% of their like energy came from wind, right? So All of these different countries, while they are like sustainable, they are all doing it in different ways, which is honestly shows how much hope there is. I'm titling this podcast The Beacon of Hope because... It just gives you some hope that maybe we will be able to beat global warming and kind of come together as one, which sounds very cheesy, but you see countries doing it. They're actually doing it. And I think that's really important to just think about how many different methods they can use. Norway is almost just as sustainable as Denmark, but they're using only 2% of wind power. So that's really interesting to me. And I'm definitely going to talk about the different renewable like powers and energies more as we go into it. Um, And then there's finally Sweden. So Sweden um, has 54% of energy comes from renewable resources. That's insane. I mean, honestly, never been done before. Their target that in 20, their target for 2012, like, so they they put that target in like 2010, right? And they said in 10 years, which is 2020, their target was that they would be 50% of energy would be renewable resources. But instead, they exceeded that in 2012. And they're now at 54%. And they're striving to become 100% renewable by 2040. And that's what I mean by having that, like, big gap of years. That's how long it takes. And that is actually very uh, bold of them to really push it up to 2040. Um, And I think they're kind of giving themselves more time, but I think we're going to be seeing the percentage rise very quickly from what they've been doing. So 80% of electricity production in Sweden comes from a nu- from nuclear and hydroelectric power, and 12% comes from wind power. So like I said before, they're using two different things that are like not as much used in Norway or Denmark, but they're still having that 80% statistic, which is amazing so there's so many ways to be sustainable and I think that's so so important um so they yeah so they mainly use hydropower and bioenergy as well um yeah and so those are the three countries for today um I know this was a shorter podcast but I am I'm recording this the um day I'm posting it so I do want to be able to edit this really quickly and post it Okay, I wanted to do this kind of big announcement, not that big, but I have been contacted by this company called That Sounds Gay, and they're based in Denver, Colorado, Um, born in early 2020, so they're a very new company. And they use eco-friendly printing materials to fully reduce their carbon footprint, which is awesome. And each piece of clothing is handmade one at a time to ensure high quality items and they're they're really cute items, and they support LGBTQ plus movements across the country. They have a donations page, and, but they have the cutest stuff. Um, I have this really cute shirt and it has a little rainbow on it and it says that, that it says true to you below it. And it's just so cute. There's another one that says sounds gay, I'm in, woke up gay again. And I just think these are so cute. There's some really cute ones that just say pride with really pretty rainbows, pump up the love. Um, they just have the cutest stuff. And I'm so excited to work with them. And guys, if you put in on the website, so the website is THTSoundsGay.com. So if you look at the website and you buy something, you can use my code, Nat.RoseGood. Um, to get 30% off your order. Isn't that awesome? I just thought that was the coolest thing. So I'll be posting that on my Instagram and you can go and look at their site. Make sure to follow them. um, And that sums up our podcast for today so make sure to follow me on instagram at the good of being green um tiktok at the good of being green i just posted a fun tiktok um kind of showing the behind the scenes of how i get ready for these podcasts and um it would be really great if you just give us a follow to kind of keep up with us Um, we're definitely gonna be more and more active um, as the year goes on and the new year comes so don't you worry Um, we're coming back full swing and I'm so excited to just keep on going so thank you so much for listening and this is part one of a series of a beacon of hope so finding those pieces of hope that just kind of show how we can be sustainable And how we can work together to kind of just remember that everything is going to be okay and we have this hope but we just have to keep working and keep educating ourselves and others to make sure that we're staying sustainable because guys if we don't get this done in 11 years global warming is officially irreversible so we have to remember how important it is to really keep striving and don't give up hope because there is hope out there. There are people doing good and you can be part of that. So make sure to just always stay tuned and educate yourself because I am so excited to kind of learn with you and be your kind of sustainable guide. So I'll see you next time. And while you're at it, keep on seeing the good of being green. Love, Mwah.